This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, union representatives want the VA to make sure its employees know what COVID resources are available to them. The Census Bureau wants to know what kind of impact the pandemic had on small businesses. And GAO wants to hear from women who served in Special Operations Command to learn about any harassment incidents. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Five unions representing employees at the Veterans Affairs Department are pressing Secretary Dennis McDonough to do more to educate workers on the rights, benefits, and services available to them during COVID-19. AFGE, NAGE, NFFE, SEIU, and National Nurses United say VA should immediately develop a joint COVID-19 training task force to design education courses for employees. The unions say VA has not done enough to make sure employees know the rules around requesting administrative leave instead of using personal or sick time. Many employees are also unaware of when and how they are eligible to file claims under the Federal Employee Compensation Act. The Veterans Health Administration needs stronger mechanisms for following up with veterans who have high risks of suicide. That's according to a report from the Office of Inspector General. The IG found that nearly a third of patients determined to have a high risk for suicide were not flagged quickly enough at randomly selected VHA facilities throughout 2020. Providers at these facilities also failed to conduct the required number of mental health follow-up visits, according to the report. The IG recommends that VHA provide employees with suicide risk training within 90 days of hire and that each facility complete at least five outreach activities each month. VHA concurred with these recommendations. The Census Bureau is looking to measure the impact COVID-19 is having on the small business workforce. The latest phase of the Bureau's Small Business Pulse Survey is asking companies how COVID is having an impact on employee availability and access to supplies. The survey will also ask about changes in remote work policies, employees' access to COVID tests, and price increases. The Bureau will send the survey to nearly a million small businesses over nine weeks. The number of supply chain risk management programs continue to increase. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why it may be time to rein them in. Over the last four months, six agencies kicked off new supply chain risk management efforts. NIST issued an RFI today asking for help integrating cyber supply chain risk management into its cybersecurity framework. GSA, CMS, SSA, DHS, and Army Contracting Command issued separate RFIs or acquisition notices seeking feedback, services, or just plain alerting vendors of plans to increase its focus on cyber supply chain risk management. All of this activity begs the question of when the Federal Acquisition Security Council will bring some semblance of oversight and governance to these programs. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The IRS is now letting taxpayers create online accounts without facial recognition. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Taxpayers looking to create an IRS online account now have the option to verify their identities through a live virtual interview. As after the IRS got pushback from Congress for requiring taxpayers to go through a facial recognition process provided by the vendor ID.me. Taxpayers can still opt into having their identities verified automatically using facial recognition technology through ID.me's self-assistance tool. But the IRS says this is a short-term solution. It's working with the General Services Administration to roll out Login.gov as an identity authentication tool after this year's filing season ends. Jory Heckman. 
Federal News Network. Now that the Marine Corps has moved to Office 365, it wants Marines' ideas on how to use it better. The service is launching an innovation challenge that asks service members to build applications on top of the Microsoft Software as a Service. On top of the Microsoft Software as a Service platform. Initial ideas are due at the end of this week, and the Corps plans to pick three winners at the end of June. The Marines say they want to use the challenge as one way to lead the military services in maximizing their use of productivity tools. One Marine is in trouble with the federal government for faking vaccine cards. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has those details. The Justice Department is charging a Marine with one count of conspiring to commit forgery and one count of conspiring to defraud the Department of Health and Human Services. The sergeant allegedly made more than 300 fake coronavirus vaccine cards and made thousands of dollars doing it. The scam had been going on for about a year. The alleged scheme coincided with the Defense Department's requirement that all service members get the coronavirus vaccine. If convicted, the Marine could face up to 10 years in prison. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Government Accountability Office is looking for women who have served in U.S. Special Operations Command. The government watchdog is conducting a review on sexual assault, discrimination, and retaliation in the ranks. GAO says the conversations will be kept confidential and participants will not be asked to describe details of the incidents. Those interested can email SOCOMWomen at GAO.gov. The Air Force is expanding multi-domain training to all airmen. The service will phase out the multi-domain warfare officer career field, which was created in 2018, and extend its training into Air Force-wide developmental education. The move is designed to ensure airmen can apply their skills to all domain operations as opposed to one speciality. Airmen currently part of the multi-domain career field will receive new assignments in the spring pending their eligibility. A new update is coming to a landmark cybersecurity guide used by federal agencies. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The National Institute of Standards and Technology wants feedback for an upcoming revision to its cybersecurity framework. The NIST publication was last updated in 2018, and the agency wants to know how it could be improved in the face of new cyber threats and technologies. The framework's standards and processes are relied upon by governments and companies around the world. But NIST wants to know how useful the current iteration is and whether any features should be changed, added, or removed. The agency is accepting comments through April 25th. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. And the Defense Intelligence Agency makes a major award under its big Site 3 contract. DIA awarded General Dynamics Information Technology a potential 10-year, $829 million deal for the Customer Care Center task order. GDIT says the work involves providing remote and on-site services to support networks at DIA locations around the world. That includes using automation and deploying the agency's first customer experience team. 144 companies won spots on the 10-year, $12.6 billion Site3 contract. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.